0: Welcome to A Coach's Perspective. I'm your host, Jenny Hopkins. Hey, this show is presented to you by Great Southern Bank. Great Southern Bank is serious about convenience. With nearly 100 banking centers in six states, hundreds of ATMs and mobile and online banking services, you're always in touch with your money. Learn more at greatsouthernbank.com. Member FDIC. We appreciate all the teammates over at Great Southern Bank. Other sponsors we're very grateful for that are hand Highland Dairy, Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance, Bill Grant Ford in Bolivar, Story Construction, West Logging, Greg and Melinda Burnett, and Springfield Yard Cards. Um, before we get to our guests in the studio, I want to recap last week. We had John and Diane Leamy here. Um, John Leamy, one of my all-time favorite coaches, um, does such an amazing job. There's no... Um, It's definitely obvious why he's in the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame. He's just an absolute incredible individual and does such a great job. And when he retired from coaching last year, um, I was just heartbroken. I don't know, you know, that he just does such a wonderful job. But he has continued um, to work with the foundation. He's continued to work with the university and, and spread that. And he was also a mentor in our champs program. So we talked about mentorship and the importance of having mentorship in order to become an effective leader. And so John and Diane Leamy were both mentors in the Champs program. And then we had um, Hayden Hopkins and Jamie Alford was here and some of the mentees from the program. So if you want to listen to that episode, you can go to the website, acoachesperspective.com. You can listen to it under previous shows, or you can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Verbal, or Helium Satellite Radio, all under A Coach's Perspective. All right, we are... Going to move to our studio guest. I'm very excited about (laughs) this show because I'm very excited about what is going on and what is happening over at Evangel University. Valor have a new women's basketball coaching staff. And they are here, so we're going to talk with them a little bit about what their vision is for it. Um, coach Jim Middleton is here. Let me just give a snapshot, shall we? Just a snapshot. It's only an hour show, so I had to just go with the major highlights. But you know, you have over 35 years experience. You started out at West Plains, then you also were at Missouri State University with Cheryl Burnett. You took a team to the Final Four in 1992. You were at SBU when you left. You were the winningest women's basketball coach in history with... My favorite stat, 100% graduation rate with your players. Um, He was a finalist in 2001 and 2008 for the National Coach of the Year. He's in the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame, the Missouri Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame. He was a state champion (laughs) in Nixa. And then he went to Nixa High School after SBU won a state championship there with the girls' basketball team in 2009. He's also been inducted to the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame as a member of the Nixa basketball program. Um, he, he was an assistant at jury and now he's been named the eighth women's basketball coach at Evangel University. Welcome to the show, Coach Jim Middleton. I need you to catch my breath.
1: <laughs> must be my public relations person, <laughs> right? please.
0: Yes, I will take 25%. That, that of...
1: made me look, sound a whole lot better than who I am. Thank you so much, Jenny. I appreciate that very, very much.
0: Well, and I, I forgot to leave out one of the best parts of your resume, and all the coaches that are listening in the area, especially the girls' basketball coaches. Uh, you used to run, you know, the legendary summer team camps, and you know some stories can be told on air, some not. And it, it but it was uh, a tradition for so many coaches and teams in the area, and that's one of the things that that I love about youth coaching is yes you have a brilliant basketball iq and you you understand the strategic components of the game but but you also you know you develop programs and relationships and you coach people not just players
1: camps were it it just became a family i don't don't (laughs) know what else it was like a reunion it was it's kind of like (laughs) norm you know we were all seeing each other again it's like we just right and we picked up right where we left off about 360 some days ago but it, it was, but I mean, it was just a lot of people, the coaches, uh, everybody that was involved, our players that were involved too, and things. And it just, uh, it was, but I had a good mentor in Coach Burnett. She, she taught me how to run a pretty good program too that way.
0: Yeah. That, I, she definitely is a great mentor to a oh, lot yes. of coaches in the area. <laughs> um, you know, so you're getting back into coaching. You were kind of retired from coaching and, um, obviously, I would, I will call you a consultant the last few years for a lot of coaches. But what uh, what this you're jumping in with two feet?
1: Yeah, it it uh, it boy, I don't the d- divine intervention here. Seriously, a year ago about this time, I thought you know if Evangel opens up, I'm going to seriously look at that position. And I just hadn't really thought about that for for uh, any place in, in a long time. I was very very happy doing what i was doing and everybody said man you got you got a pretty good situation i'm like yeah i got a real good situation you know i think i've got a real good situation right here now just as as much and if not more too with that but when it opened up it's like man i was gonna i was gonna wait one more year to retire from public schools but it's like we're gonna make we're gonna ratchet this thing up and i'm going for it and uh Rhonda when I told her that my wife Rhonda she she got she got really excited I could tell I mean lies <laughs> lit up and she goes you know I could tell she's like yeah this will be a really good situation for you so she's my sounding board and
0: well that was and my that. next question is I want to know what Rhonda was thinking oh <laughs> That's well, we didn't really, plan this yes. Okay, uh
1: yeah. so yeah I mean she she is and, and she understands she knows what makes me tick and uh, as well so uh, just, uh, I've really appreciated, uh, the university, its mission, what it stands for. Um, you know, just, just a lot of things had a good camaraderie when we played against them. And, uh, so we, we've sent some players up there in the past too. So there's a, there's a good relationship, uh, between us and Evangel for a long time too.
0: I, th- I think so too. And I, and I know that it's going to be a, um, an adjustment, um you know the players you know they they had uh preston beverly was the coach the last two years Mm -hmm. um and then they have now to adjust as well so some of them have had you know three coaches in the four years that they've been there
1: and no and and that was that was my biggest concern i'm just like man i want to support these ladies i mean i just you know you're just like i'm here for them and that's what i said in the interview i said i'm more concerned i want them to make sure they have a great experience here at the university it's not that they won't with everybody because everybody's been so kind and just genuinely just good people but uh it's like you know they're here a big part of their life is basketball and a lot of their self-image is basketball and so it's just like we want them to have a a really good experience and whether it's one year or four years or how many years they're going to be
0: you bet. Well, I, I think they, they are on the right road, that is for sure. And you have an assistant coach, Jennifer Ida Miller, is here, and welcome to the show. And Thank you. Um, you just moved here um, two years ago, mm-hmm. and for, you are living in Mount Vernon. You've been at Mount Vernon High School the last two years. Um, your most recent coaching was at Florida State University, and then here you go, you get back, you know, you get over to the Ozarks. <laughs> right. <laughs> you right. had a family situation that brought you back, mm-hmm. um, but what pulled you over to Evangel University?
2: Um, I just noticed that the position had come open back in the fall, and um, we both have mentioned we both have very, very supportive families and spouses, and my husband, a couple of years ago, just knew that I wanted to get back into, um, you know, higher-level coaching and just pushed me towards that, and so when we moved here, didn't know if that would be, you know, in, in God's plan for us, but um, pursued that and opened up, actually, because Beverly hired me and um, I took the position just super excited to have the opportunity and what I could bring to the table as an assistant coach and um so when the change happened um coach Middleton uh, kind of inherited me um I was new and so we both are new but um I think both of us have such um vision for the girls and love for them as people and spiritually and as athletes and so um with our support of our families. Um I think it's gonna be a really, really good situation. So
0: And it's a good fit. Um you've been very involved with the fellowship of Christian athletes as well. And I so I, I feel like, you know, he talked about divine intervention. It feels like that was kind of divine intervention that this is a great platform for you to have as as well. With yeah we we've,
2: we've been in ministry for years. We've been married over twenty years and in ministry about eighteen and um so, you know, the mission of the school lines up with my whole life and our family and um, my kids are going to be able to be mentored by these um, college athletes and students and um, just it felt so natural and and so welcoming and and like the coach said just so welcoming and um, it just it just felt right um, when I sat with the girls and went through the interview process so I was super thankful with the process so
0: well, I know, you know, one person that is definitely going to have a clear vision um, and goal for the programs, and that's Dr. Dennis McDonald, and we're going to chat with him after our first break here in just a moment, but but I, I do want to know, you know, right off the top of your head, this is, you know, cheesy question alert, but, you know, <laughs> what is your immediate, off the top of your head, what is the very first thing that you want to do with this program and accomplish?
1: Wow, I mean, um, there, there's there's been a lot of things, but the main thing, we kind of touched on already it's 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 the players that are here currently that that was the thing i just really wanted to to, to get a relationship started with them you know the, the trust and everything that goes with that and it you know and and the belief that they have and it's, yeah they, they can read things and they can see okay but but really it's what do you it's not what you've done in the past what are you going to do now mm-hmm. is is really what it boils down to and uh, that that was my biggest thing is just start the connection, start to start that you know, and and build from there. And that's that's got to be uno Numero. Uh From there, it's it's honestly just trying to to figure out the policies and and how the evangel way of, of how things go because every university's got its own uniqueness and and the way things should be done. So uh, that's me making sure. That I don't step on toes, do something I shouldn't do. I certainly, we certainly don't mean to on purpose, but you know, you, th- those things can happen, and along the way. So, to me, that was the next thing that you do. You, you, you basically, you're laying the foundation where you can build the castle. Right. What we're and trying.
0: I'm, to and do. I'm glad you brought up the the evangel element. Let's call it because. I, you know, being around Springfield my entire life, um, and as a as a coach, I had former players that played at Evangel. Um, I've worked with educators that, that were educated at Evangel University. When when they when people graduate from Evangel, they are very passionate about their university. Um, they are very passionate, and and I mean they are loyal, diehard yeah. fans um, for life. And I think that's something, you know, like a lot of people say. Yes, I went to so and so. Yes, I went to so and so. I went to Evangel. I mean, they are very um, adamant about that. And I've always been very impressed with the alumni presence that is there and the support. And
2: the staff, a lot right. of them are alumni, right? I and mean, so. lots of them are. Yes. I feel like I'm in the minority of not being an right. alumni. Well, you know, we we were both um, do that for sure. Yes. And and that says a lot that the turnover is not huge, and they they want to be there and want to serve together and it is a family atmosphere for sure that is so true yeah that is
0: so true okay well we're going to talk to another alum we're going to talk to a, definitely a very passionate valor member of the of the evangel university we're going to talk to director of athletics dr dennis mcdonald after our first break we want to thank great southern bank for being our presenting sponsor we'll be right back with coach jim middleton jennifer Ida Miller, and dr dennis mcdonald will be joining us right here on a coach's perspective To a coach's perspective. Hey this segment is sponsored by Highland Dairy. They're owned by dairy farmers and they've been providing a great selection of nutritious dairy products since 1938. It's a proven fact. Scientific studies, professional dietitians, they all agree that the ideal sports beverage recovery drink available to athletes after a workout is chocolate milk. Highland Dairy has the best tasting chocolate and you can add coach Jim Middleton to that list. Yeah. People that agree that Highland Dairy <laughs> is good and chocolate milk is great after a workout. Or before. Right, right. Uh, they're a proud sponsor of A Coach's Perspective. I have Jim Middleton. I have Jennifer Ida Miller here. And we're, we're talking some Evangel Valor women's basketball, the new coaching staff and their vision. And we're going to welcome one of my favorite sports figures in town. Dr. Dennis McDonald is now joining us.
3: You're too kind.
0: <laughs> I try. I try. <laughs> I,
3: I, I hope you can hear me okay. I'm, I'm uh, not in town and not close. Well, right now, yes.
0: we can hear you, One, and I want to thank you for taking the time to call in when you're on vacation. Uh, that is uh, that is above and beyond, and I appreciate that. And Dr. McDonald has been the Director of Athletics since 2015, um, and, and I'm just uh, so grateful you were able to take the time and, and call in tonight and, and celebrate this new coaching staff that you have hired.
3: Well, it's, it's my pleasure, and uh, I really appreciate you taking the time uh, to highlight uh, Evangel University, not just Evangel University, uh, women's basketball, but the university as a whole and the, and the kind of things that you've said. And I agree with you 100%. It's a, it's a special place. Um, it, it's a, uh, there's a meaningful mission and we really appreciate the time on your show.
0: Well, I'm, I'm grateful to have, have you with us. Um, and, and I want to kind of ask you just a general question. You know, before we talk about Coach Middleton and, and Coach Idemeyer Miller, tell me a little bit about when you are hiring coaches, that's a big responsibility. Uh, what are some of the intangibles that you look for? Besides the obvious successful resume, what What are you looking for for coaches to lead programs in your department?
3: Well, first and foremost, we uh, we form a committee. I have other coaches on that committee but we have uh, engagement from the student athletes and we listen very closely to them. And that's exactly the question that, that we ask them is what are you looking for? What are the qualities and characteristics and skills experiences uh, that you're looking for? Um, And, and, and so they, they give us that answer um, and the coaches that we have uh, on staff, Jim and, and Jennifer are, They fit exactly the mold that the uh, young ladies talked about. But first and foremost for me, when I was a a principal many years ago um, in public school and now as an athletics director, um, I always look um, for people who teach and coach um, kids. Uh, They don't teach and coach subjects or sports. And that comes from a, you know, a deep love of people. And so that's the first thing that we're looking for when anyone that comes in the door, uh, for an interview is do they, do they love the people that they're going to be working with? Um, because if all they love is the sport and they forget about the people, um, then it just doesn't work for us uh, in our mission at, at the university.
0: Well, and I, and I know how passionate you are about putting people in the right place and making sure your programs and the athletes are, are taken care of. I mean, you are valor through and through. I was just saying before we went on on air about how you're one of my favorite people to see a game um, because I, I am fortunate enough to be able to broadcast some of the home games, and I always enjoy seeing you because as an, as an athletic director, you know, you are there, but some athletic directors are there, and they watch, and then they go home. You are into it. And you can tell that you are into it yeah. and you're passionate. And and I, I love that characteristic of you. And I, I know that everybody over at Evangel knows how lucky they are to have you. But I wanted to say it publicly. Um, I'm not well, just trying to keep my broadcast gig. Thank you
3: so much. <laughs> ah, th- thank you so much. I, I definitely do get into it. Sometimes I have to, you know, get, get a bite to eat uh, so that I, you know, I'm, I'm chewing on something other than chewing on an official. Right. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, I'm definitely passionate about every sport and every every game that's going on. I, I I'm in every single one of them. It doesn't really matter which sport it is. So,
0: well, and you are elevating a lot um, of things in the athletic department with the addition of bringing some sports back. I'm adding some club sports. The new facility. I mean, what an incredible opportunity that is going to be, and there's so much excitement on campus for that. But then also. Basketball programs are making a big move to a new conference. Um, can you tell us just a little snapshot of 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 why you felt like Evangel would be on a better track um, joining the Kansas Collegiate Athletic Conference?
3: Well, you know, and, and there's nothing and nothing negative whatsoever in any of these statements regarding the Heart of America. Heart of America is a fantastic conference. Lori Thomas is is top notch uh, as a leader. Um, and the athletics directors that are uh, involved uh, in the heart of America are very fine people. I know so many of them on a first-name basis and and really enjoyed our time. But, you know, part of the study for looking at a new conference was uh, obviously geographical and, and financial. Uh, but I took a look at every single one of the school's mission statements, not only as a school mission statement, but if they had athletics department mission statements and and i was looking to see uh the alignment of their mission uh with our mission um and so you know when you when we were first in the heart many years ago we had a decision to make at that time whether we'd go kcac or go in the heart And at that time geographically the heart uh, was really a lot you know closer for us but as we've moved on up into iowa um it's really gotten further and further away from us and so that began the, you know, the research. Um, and just weather, if you think about springtime, uh, spring weather, the number of days of rain, uh, the number of days of sunshine, the temperatures, uh, all of that was part of the decision-making.
0: Well, that sounds wonderful. I know that uh, you will definitely leave your mark on that conference just as you have the heart. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about Coach Middleton and Coach um Ida Miller, we might as well. They're sitting here in the studio with, well, <laughs> with me. <see> <laughs> Tell me what's, you know, how exciting it is. I mean, I'm I'm just going to say, you know, you got to steal. You got to steal. Coach Middleton is a legendary coach around here. Um, yeah. you know, h- how excited are you to land such such a, a perfect fit for a head coach?
3: I'm incredibly thrilled and uh, I think he knows that. I, I I've tried to communicate, uh, you know, that to him. Um, Again, going back to what we said uh, earlier about what the young ladies were looking for, um, he and and Jennifer both uh, just embrace everything that the the young ladies uh, really wanted to have in their their coaching staff. And first and foremost, they're they're about the young ladies. They're about a love and care for the young ladies. Um, And and here's here's something interesting to me is that, I think when people have a strong love for other people, they're going to do everything they can to um, to work for them and to do well for them. And so what you'll find is that um, when you have people like that, they're going to study the sport. They're going to know what the sport is all about. And Jim has a full career of that, and Jennifer's starting on her career in that. Uh, so I'm so excited about not only that, loving care that we know that we're going to have, but we're going to have, uh, the mental edge of, uh, of game day on anybody that we play. And they just are going to know the game plan. They're going to know what they're facing as far as the opponents are concerned. And, uh, and they, they do that because of the care and concern that they have for the young ladies. They're going to work hard for them. So I'm thrilled. I'm excited. And, And absolutely. I understand, uh, it, we call it a steal. If you want to call it a steal, that's fine. Um, we feel very fortunate. But I love the timing that Jim talked about as well. You know, he, he had a stirring in his in his mind, his heart. Jennifer had a stirring in her mind, her heart. Uh, Preston had one as well, and he got an a, a exceptional position there at Mizzou. And so the timing uh, for all of this was, was right.
0: I, I agree. I think it's a it's it's a great um, an exciting hire, and I'm very excited for this dynamic duo to to take over. And uh, we're going to continue talking to them throughout the show. So I hope you can continue to listen to the show, and, and we're going to celebrate um, these these coaching staff, and and not just the women's basketball team, but Evangel University and the entire athletic department. And Dr. McDonald, I I can't thank you enough for everything that that you do. Keep up the good
3: work. <laughs> great thanks for having me on today you have a great evening and
0: keep hiring good broadcasters for your home games (laughs) exactly
1: amen exactly
0: (laughs) oh no i think you i think we lost him already (laughs) <laughs> all right well i appreciate uh, dr mcdonald being with us tonight um and and we are so also grateful for highland dairy for sponsoring this segment along with greg and melinda burnett as they support local and thoughtful radio we'll re- be right back and we're going to pick the brains of these coaches we're going to play a little game called out of the hat with coach middleton and coach ida miller from evangel university we'll be right back here on a coach's perspective a Coach's Perspective. Hey, this segment is sponsored by Bill Grant Ford in Bolivar. They know cars, trucks, SUVs. They know service, and they know how to keep their customers happy and loyal. Kelly Grant, Shane Rainey, they'll take care of you. Give them a call at 417-326-7671. And I want to thank West Logging for also sponsoring this segment. Contact Danny West at westlogging.com for a free consultation. He's going to treat your land like his own. And we want to thank Craig Lehman with Shelter insurance um and coach Jim Middleton and Jennifer Ida Miller are here and and of course you're nodding because you know you used to live in Bolivar so you know Bill Grant Ford in Bolivar and Craig Lehman with shelter insurance
1: very well I was a a patron of both places yes certainly
0: yes they are they are (laughs) wonderful and they have been supporters since day one we're coming up on our seventh year of this show can you believe that coach wow That's wild, Lincoln. I know, right? So we're talking a little Vangel um, valor basketball, women's basketball. We have the new coaching staff here, um, with the addition of Brian Peck, who is also assistant assisting you. But he couldn't be here tonight because he's on duty.
1: He's he he is. I mean that <laughs> he he would rather be in a gym watching a basketball game. That is his element, and mm-hmm. he has so many contacts, knows so many people, and yeah. hey, he 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 goes, hey, what? they'll tell us about this one that one whatever i'm like you're the man oh, go get them yeah. it's awesome, it's <laughs> that, awesome. Is great. Mm-hmm. that is great that is great
0: yeah. i mean we just finished the last segment talking to dr dennis mcdonald and um you know he, the, he's got to be um a joy to be around and work with and i know that you both are very grateful mm-hmm. for that opportunity coming up
2: absolutely
1: yeah genuine gentleman um you know he's been an admin for a lot of years at At the high school level obviously now college coached in college so he 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 understands and all the different facets that are involved with it and uh very 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 pleased he he was a big reason too for all this
2: uh. Mm -hmm. just very loyal very just has your back um I've, i've just enjoyed getting to know him and appreciate him and and just what he's done in this whole process so he's he definitely is a one-of-a-kind and I feel like I've known him forever. And he's just that type of type of guy that makes you just feel at home. So he's That's fantastic. Yeah, he's wonderful. Well, I'm
0: excited about um, what you all are doing and, and how you use basketball as your platform and, and what your mission is. Um, and I wish you the best of luck, of course. Um, but we are going to pivot no pun intended or pun intended, either one. And we're going to play a little game called... Front or yeah. reverse pivot. <laughs> yeah, Which one that's are we right. Yeah. It depends on where the, the defense re- is. Yes, it is. But, uh. <laughs> we're going to play a game called Out of the Hat. And this is one of my favorite games to play with coaches. And, in fact, Coach Middleton was a good sport a few weeks ago when we had you and Coach Mike Percival on the show and we played Out of the Hat. Um, and I'm literally just going to draw a topic out of a hat. I have a nice little you know purple hat here and we're going to draw out um the first topic and one of the things um this is a good one whoa Uh (laughs) see i I have been so nice to you you know this whole show now it's time (laughs) no i'm kidding it's not that what is the best technique that you have to motivate a student athlete in this day and age dun dun dun
1: that's, that's Coach Ida Miller. Coach story. Ida Miller. <laughs> <laughs> you take
2: that. Um, you know, I think you have to always meet the athlete where they're at. Um, and then where where their goals are, they kind of invite you into that space um, of, of where they want to be. One of the first things the girls said, um, you know, Jazzy was like, you know what, we want to be here. And, you know, when athletes come to you and say, I want to play, you know, college ball or I want to do this or I want to do that, um, they've invited you into that, you know, and um, you push them uh, to see in them more than what they see in themselves. And often it's uncomfortable. It's, um, it makes them uncomfortable. It might make them mad at you. Um, but I feel like when you have that relationship with them as the base, like he was talking about, is that foundation, they know that that pushing is out of love and that you see that they have more to give. And um, we all always have more to give, you know. And um, so I think just keeping them motivated, um, those making them feel wanted and appreciated and loved um, makes them want to, just like normal every human being out there, you know, we all want to feel that appreciation and love. And um, I feel like those, those things make them motivated. And, you know, for others that don't want to push there, you know, they they find other avenues. But for this group of girls, um, they want to be there. And, um, you know, that, that's an exciting place to be as a coach, you know, when you have a, a gym full of kids that want to be there.
0: So. so true. And, I, I'm, you know, I love what you say about, um, you know, loving them and having that base relationship first mm-hmm. and then being able to hold them accountable. I mean, anybody that's listening, you've, you you got to know that a coach shows love by holding them accountable, and sometimes those are difficult conversations and difficult decisions, or right. you know, holding them accountable and making sure that they are meeting their potential or giving it their all, um, it's your job to to let them know when they're not, um, and that's how a coach shows love. And I think that's something that's really important mm-hmm. as well. And when you have that base, that can be very motivating, for sure. For sure. Yeah. All right, you going to tackle any more of that question? That
1: that was that's pretty really good. good. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I, I don't know. I don't think there's anything yeah. more to do. Well, she
0: also said, you know, about yeah. taking different avenues. Like, if this doesn't do it for that mm. athlete, I'm going to take a different avenue. And that's the key. Getting mm. to know your players and knowing what inspires them and what motivates them and caring. You know, there's there's old-time coaches that will say, it's my way or the highway. You adjust mm-hmm. to my philosophy. Right. And and I don't think there's a lot of them that, that are around
2: anymore. That the, Their longevity is not there Right. So you, you've got to be able to get to know them. Well, I think as a coach, you always have non-negotiables. You know, you always have an, an effort that has to be there, an attitude that has to be there. Um, but at the same time, you know, they're, it's just like parenting. You know, I have two kids that are very close in age, and their parenting styles, you know, are, it's different because they respond different ways. So I think, you know, the same with athletes. Um, It's not a one one size fits all, that's for sure. So, um, you know, but again, it goes back to that building trust and and with the player and having that relationship with them. Yeah, that's true. That
0: is true. I'm just going to go to the next question. You can't top that. No, I can't. Uh, No,
1: I'm not even going to try. I'm smart enough to not even try.
0: All right. So next question. Um, And this, uh, you know, these are this is a hard question because there's probably so many. But you know, try to try to what's on that? What's your first instinct and what comes to mind first? Name a memorable moment that has nothing to do with winning a game or a championship. A memorable moment in your coaching careers, um, or in your playing careers, even that has nothing to do. Uh, you both have put trophies over your head. You both have been able to celebrate championships. But what is a memorable moment that has nothing to do with that?
1: This one's this one's easy for me. Oh, but there you um, go. Seriously, it, it for me now. This means for somebody else, but I love graduation. Oh. <laughs> I do. Mm-hmm. I there's nothing better for me to watch a young lady walk across a stage with her name being read and a degree and receive a diploma. To me that's just that's that's from from my standpoint, that's it. That basically doesn't have anything to do with X's and O's in that from, from that side of it. Mm-hmm. I mean obviously there's some interrelation and whatnot, but just for what it is, that's, cool. that's it.
0: I mean it's like it's like there they go. You drop them from the nest and they fly and that is a great mm-hmm. moment. And to have a hundred percent graduation rate rate um yeah. when you were at Southwest Baptist University, that that had to be an incredible statistic mm-hmm. because I, I you don't hear about programs having a hundred percent graduation rate. So it had
2: to be a priority for smart,
1: you. Smart smart young ladies. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Well yeah, that's very, 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 very too.
2: Yeah. Um I always say to my teams, I always say when with basketball side when life hits the fan, I want to be somebody that you can call. And um, the first thing that stuck to my mind was a call I got about midnight one night at a, a girl was in a situation at a party with alcohol, and she was well underage, and uh, um, she trusted me to, to call me. And my kids were actually with me. Um, I had to take them with me, and at their age, um, it was a learning moment for them that I just said, you always need to have somebody in your life you know obviously your parents yes um but somebody in your life that you can call and um I'd said that for years and the rubber hit the road that night and I was thankful that you know that was an opportunity um because that is when it's not about basketball it's about um again that trust you know and so when you said that that's just the first thing that popped in my mind there you go there you go again coaching the person not just the player all right, next one
0: out of the hat. Uh, how appropriate is this? Um no. <laughs> uh, what what are three top elements to build a successful program? <laughs> what are the three elements? Okay, I'm gonna help you out, all right, because mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you what, what, what I know the first thing you're thinking of, and that's building relationships. All right, so that's the top right. element. So I'm taking your first one. So give me two other elements that you think to build a successful, not just a successful team. But a mm-hmm. program,
1: okay. Um, yeah. I I think you have to have a mission. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, there's how else? I mean, I I don't like to to shoot and aim later. <laughs> I've I've, <laughs> I've never liked that. You know, I mean, there's times you get in that situation, but you don't want to be in there if you can help it. So, there, there, what what is your mission? And uh, I I had yesterday on one of our. Uh, chats i had put out there a, a little thing to to everybody and i said you know this may be this may be what you're going to hear me say a lot all year long and i i think that's a big part that, that that's that's one of those things right there is a mission i i think the other thing that this, this is this is so important and and even though the players are inheriting and we're inheriting there there's there's got to be a a commonality that there's something we're all here to strive to do together uh to me that's that's really (laughs) the the two things besides the relationship and trust
0: yeah that is perfect that is perfect i like that and an aim before you shoot what a simple concept Mm -hmm. that could really have some philosophical um that generates a lot of conversation a lot of conversation yes very good. Anything to add to that question, or did he was he sufficient in that you answer? Right. <laughs> there were we go. Great. Look at this dynamic duo bouncing back and forth. Oh, this is all. This is oh, this is a really oh, no. fun one. Oh my goodness. Now this is interesting because it's a different answer for high school coaches as it is for college coaches. Uh, what is your policy on talking to parents about playing time? Dun, dun, dun as they both back away from the I No I'm getting Coach Middleton's right I, there. I, Bring, I, it I, Bring it I, on. Bring it on.
1: No, I have no issue with that with, with this one, uh, whatsoever. I mean, uh playing time is, is is not something that we're really gonna discuss if you wanna come at it from a different angle. It's always really comes back. No, it, it doesn't always. Most of the time it comes back to playing time. It it, it, it does. It's very rare that it's another situation if it's it's a different situation and it's it's usually pretty bad whatever that is so it usually comes back to that so uh, from a from a high school perspective we we weren't going to talk about playing time but we'll talk about what you can do to get better what we what we see needs to be done Mm -hmm. to get better which is something we're talking about on the court anyway so from that side of it that to me that's that's fairly simplistic to to me. It might not be to somebody else, but mm-hmm. it it's pretty simple uh, how I'm going to present it from a, from a collegiate standpoint. We we now have people that are legally eighteen years of age and older. Quite frankly, they're they are adults now in the eyes mm-hmm. of law. I mean, let's talk about HIPAA. I'm not even supposed to even talk about an injury to a from a parent with the with a child unless they say it's okay to grant me a release to do that so something as simple as that so playing time uh, you know from that standpoint my relationship with parents I, I you know is 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 based upon things that are probably more non basketball related, just in general how things are going, you know, here academically, with 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 things in general, that that sort of thing. Whereas the, the basketball part of it from a collegiate, the the age, then at that point and let's face it, there is a little bit of business involved because um, for some there's there's money there and there's there's a there's an expectation that you need to live up to that that you're being I guess given for lack of a better term. Too. Right.
0: That's true. That is mm-hmm. true. And I think, you know, having um encouraging the player to come and talk to the coach first. If, you know, if there's any parents out there listening, make sure that avenue occurs first. Mm-hmm. It, you know, at the yeah. at the high school level, player needs to take that investment and and they need to t- talk to the coach first and then obviously the door is open in high school with high school coaches if that you know if it continues to get worse. But with right. college coaches I feel like that's a little bit more hands off. They have to be able to handle their their situations because they are adults.
2: Well, I think no matter what age, you know, a 24 hour, you know, day or two is always a good buffer to to keep in mind that you're not going to just shoot off, you know, a text or, you know, phone call or I've been approached at the bench before, you know, um things like that, you know, to to cool off and maybe gain some perspective um helps. And I think just over communication is always great um that you know we don't only hear from the parent when they're mad um that that makes it a lot you know the conversation a lot easier um you know we i think each scenario is so different but just kind of the 24 hour rule and then also just like you said having the, the child come and or the player come and talk to their coaches is, is a great skill to have even starting at a young age um i made my kids when they were in kindergarten first grade they had a problem, you know, I made them talk to their coach. And um, I think that's a good skill and, um, you know, something that they can learn from. It is a good skill. And, I mean, as, and we
0: we talk all the time about how sports are a platform for life, right? And right. so that um, teaching that assertiveness and, mm-hmm. and advocating for yourself is part of that and, and part of those skills. Um, but I do know that it never really bothered me when I had conversation with parents about playing time because I know that they, that is their child. I mean, that's, they're their only true advocate and, and they want um, the best experience i mean they were always coming from that place whatever their delivery <laughs> agree or disagree with their delivery but yeah. they, they that's their child yeah I, you know, I used to get it yeah
1: every time we talk you you really get my wheels turning <laughs> this, this did not come from me uh this came from a a, a dear friend of mine and in, in his he made a comment he goes my wife because my wife always said that a coach should have children before they become a coach. Now there's no way that can happen, you know, per se. <laughs> yeah, right. But there's so much truth to that because you you do gain a, a different understanding of what they're going through as a parent, which I felt like really helped me a lot as a
0: coach. Mm-hmm. It's So true. Yeah. That is so true, because you, you do want them to have the best experience possible, but you have a responsibility of the greater good yeah. and to make some of those difficult decisions. Um, but you know what I think is, is key in all of that is whether they play, you know, if they play the majority of the time, whether they play half the game, whether they play one minute, um, value that role, you know, make them feel as valued as they possibly can and and i think that's a secret that you know can really help that a lot of successful
2: coaches have is that they sell those roles to those players well and it's okay as a parent to put your kid your child in different scenarios where you know they aren't the best on every single team they go on and you know a lot of parents will travel around to different you know travel teams and they might not get as much playing time but um it it gives them a, an opportunity to see a different perspective. I got injured in high school and I sat the bench and that's when I fell in love with coaching toward ACL and um, was underneath an amazing coach and um, saw the floor in a different way than I'd never seen before. So I think every opportunity as parents, we just have to find an opportunity to, as a teachable moment and um, to look at it from, you know, a different perspective. And, and I think, and that's going to make, you know, your kids more well-rounded and, and, be able to stand on a bigger platform right. and, and have other opportunities.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
2: All right, here, take a deep breath. This is
0: an easy one. Mm-hmm. Besides basketball, what's your <laughs>
3: <this> <laughs> what's your
0: favorite sport besides basketball?
2: <laughs> That's an easy one. I love football.
0: There we yeah. go. You there
3: know, we
2: go. I love football. I love the fall. But also I'm loving baseball and softball because my kids are playing that too. So, <laughs> you know, as a mom, you know, you always like going out to the ball field. So,
1: this one's honestly not easy. Really? No, it's not. Uh, because uh, I, I've been—I've been a golf coach, I've been a tennis coach, I've been a track coach as well. So that's uh, it, not as easy uh, for me. You've um, also
0: been a, a driving instructor. A driving instructor. <laughs> thats a sport in <laughs>
2: itself. His career right right life is like amazing.
1: It is amazing. Being a,
0: a there are no driving atheists
1: instructor in foxholes, let me tell you—that's uh, that's our car, but no uh uh <laughs> it uh I, the first thing that- popped in my head was baseball it okay. it i I really like baseball a lot I Good. just like all the things that go on that aren't that obvious that do go on behind the scenes of a game and uh so i'll i I'll, I'll go there
0: okay there we go all right um what's your favorite tailgate food mm. <laughs> that's a random question, but that's what you get when you get out of the ha- out of that
1: man jennifer i love food <laughs> so uh, barbecue yeah wings barbecue.
0: went right in my
2: mind so yeah we'll go with wings
0: yeah mine is anything my husband cooks he's the best tailgate cooker
2: he does so that's <laughs> an invite is that yeah. an invite yes think, absolutely
0: i'm just saying, yeah, I'm
1: uh, pretty sure first
0: Fowler home game there we'll, we are we'll i'm I'll make an appearance. <laughs> well, thank you all for being here. I, I can't thank you enough for, um, for, for taking the time to be with us. I know that you have hit the ground running over there, and I know you're going to mm-hmm. do fantastic things. So I want to thank Coach Jim Middleton. Thanks for being here. Always a pleasure. Always. And, and Jennifer, um, Ida Miller, what a pleasure it was well, to have you thank on the you. show. Thank this you. This dynamic having. duo is going to do a tremendous job over at Evangel, along with Brian Peck. So uh-huh. you got a great staff yep, assembled. Absolutely. So thanks for being here.
1: Thank you again thank you so much.
0: All right, we're going to move into our post-game talk. Uh, Sponsored by Story Construction, they've been providing high-quality industrial and commercial construction since 1966. Call Story for your next project. Go to their website, story.com, S-T-O-R-E-E.com. And don't forget, you can go to A Coach's Perspective for uh, show lineups, previous shows, and other information. Our next two shows, I'm doing a two-part series on sports dads. We're going to have a panel in here. We're going to talk youth sports from the dad perspective kind of in honor of Father's Day. So if you have someone that needs either a shout out or you want to suggest someone for one of the panels, you can go to a coaches perspective at gmail.com to do that. All right, now for our post game talk. I mean, when starting a new endeavor, even when it's old hat to you, it takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of assertiveness. It takes a lot of passion. But the biggest thing is that it takes a love of what you are doing and who you're doing it with and what the message is that you're sending. My guests tonight have a mission to continue to use basketball as a platform to shape the lives of their players. We all have platforms in our lives. Whether we realize it or not, it's important to be able to recognize those platforms and with responsibility use them to help impact those around us. Your impact may simply be being a good role model, a good leader, a good friend, or a good family member. Whatever your role is, embrace it and be passionate about it because that is what champions do. So I remind you that I do each and every week. Be a good human. Live your life like a champion, like a human champion. This is Jenny Hopkins. This has been A Coach's Perspective.